Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the war room. We got Tez, Kill, Jimmy, PJ, B. Austin, a hot block commander. How you wanna end up one or two hour show and keep the brain running with the premise of talk sports on a national level. Both with the topic, sort of like the rubber. When it's game time, they like the Fab Five doing prime time. Sports conglomerates speak their minds a little bit. The sports medicine, the sports veterans and great. The 4 for 26, so the war ain't can wait. It's the war room with five nights at the round table. Five silly guys diversified and educated. What's good? What's good out there, everybody? And welcome to another edition of the War Room. You are live in the War Room, brought to you by War Room Sports on the War Room Sports Podcast Network. I'm one of your hosts. I'm the Bull Dev Mac, and I'm at the War Room Roundtable. Well, for the minute, I'm at the War Room Roundtable by myself, but in just a few minutes, I'm gonna be at the War Room Roundtable with my brothers. We got Jimmy the Blueprint. We got B Austin, the Hot Block Commander. Um, Super Bowl 56 is behind us, and the Rams are champions once again. Uh, We'll put a bow on the big game and talk about some other ish from the week of sports, so it's time to sit back, relax, and bust it up again with your guys in the greatest man cave in the history of the earth. That is the War Room. Uh, You can get caught in on the conversation yourself. You sign in right now to the Bodyhood chat room at blogtalkradio.com slash the war room, or you can join us on Facebook or Twitter at War Room Sports. We'll also be taking your calls in a few minutes on the Digital Extreme Tech Hotline. That number, as usual, is 323-410-0012. But, uh, yeah, man, uh, the, the Super Bowl is behind us. It was a very, very interesting game. When the brothers get on, we're going to recap it for one last time before we move on. Uh, on to other things that happened in this week of sports. Uh, this would be a pretty quick show. You know, we got a lot of stuff that we need to get to for tomorrow and the weekend. So we're going to come in, holler at you guys for a minute, and then bounce out. But while we got you here, before we get started, like we always tell you, uh, we just got to remind you that whether you're with us live or not, Anytime on demand, you can still check out archive episodes of our show and all of our partner shows on the War Room Sports Podcast Network, either on our own website at warroomsports.com or on one of the many major podcast listening platforms. So there's never an excuse to miss an episode of the War Room. There's never an excuse to miss an episode of any of the cast on the War Room Sports Podcast Network. If you are a fan of hip-hop, then you have to listen to Tissue and the Tape with Davis Backwards and Philmatic 365, the best hip-hop show on the planet. Uh, The Broad Street Line and Superstars. If you're into Philly sports, these are the two shows for you. If you call yourself a foodie, then John Appetit is what's on the menu. And if you love TV, movies, entertainment, On the Couch with the Wilsons would be your twist. And... For more all-around sports action and sports talk, you can check out After Further Review with the mayor. Uh, What up to Skyview up in the chat room? Uh, I see you, good brother. Yeah, I'm waiting on the brothers to join me, so I'm about to be on my Dan Patrick for the next few minutes and uh, flying this thing solo. So 
we actually, you know, I'm going to get right into it. Get into these hot topics, which are brought to you by my bookie, War Room Family. It's time for you to make some money sports betting at my bookie. If you still haven't checked out my bookie after all of the times that we asked you to do so, then it's time to stop playing around and place a bet. Lay down some bread on all the biggest games in sports by joining the War Room and thousands of other online players placing bets at mybookie.ag. No excuses when you win. You get paid. You get paid fast with no hassle. They even have in-game live betting so you can place wagers after the game starts. So join now, and my bookie will match 50% of your first deposit up to $1,000. Use the promo code WARROOM, all caps, one word, to activate this offer. Visit mybookie.ag, play, win, that's all there is to it. All right, so Super Bowl 56 has come and gone. Uh, it was a pretty, <laughs> pretty good, pretty good uh, uh, Super Bowl, you know, all together. Um, I was very, very close on my prediction. My final score prediction was 24-21 Rams, ended up being 23-20. Rams, so I got the three point uh I got the three point spread, but I didn't call the score exactly. And Skyview, who's out on the West Coast, he said the LA parade was uh less than dumpster juice. And and, and I can understand that, man. It's, it's just the kind of kind of town it is, first of all, and the fact that, you know, the Rams are just a few years removed from being in another city. I know the Rams were in LA before back in the day but they just don't have the type of fan base that's going to make for an epic parade you know what i'm saying like for instance like cities like chicago um boston or boston is so used to doing it i don't know if their parades are still as epic as they used to be um of course philly we've been so championship starved so whenever we do get an opportunity we do it up real big um, L.A., on the other hand, like I said, I've been to a couple of uh, Rams games in the in the past few years. I've never been to SoFi, so, you know, I'm going to have to go back out there and go to SoFi Stadium because it looks like a great place. But um, in the last few years, I've been to uh, Rams games, and every time I've gone, it seems like Rams fans were damn near the minority in the stadium. It's at least a 50-50 split you know, every time I've gone out there. So I don't think the whole city has embraced the team being back in town the way that they probably should have at this point. But now, you know, they're Super Bowl champions. So Rams fans in L.A., all around L.A., outside of L.A., outside of California, period, are probably about to be coming out of the woodwork. So, um, you know, maybe they can get a better home field advantage with their $5 billion stadium um, than they've had in the past. So, yeah, man. Uh, and Skyview in the chat room, he says, L.A. is still Raider Nation. And and I believe that because I know some people who, who live out in L.A. and they're still, you know, they had a great time this past weekend, but they made sure in all their social media posts or, or, or whatever they were doing to say, you know, congratulations to the Rams, but, Still Raider Nation all day, so so you ain't lying, uh, Skyview. <laughs> Raider Nation still still thick out out in L.A., out in the Bay Area, wherever. Um, Raider Nation is still 
that thing. But either way, congrats to the Rams um, on their 23-20 to 20, uh, victory. MVP went to Cooper Cup. Um, I was a little torn about that because, you know, Cooper Cup did do his thing, as he did in every pretty much every Rams game uh, this season. But I also thought that there was a good chance that it could have gone to Matthew Stafford. You know, somebody had to get Cooper Cup the ball. And it could have gone to Aaron Donald just because, you know, maybe not Aaron Donald may not have been as consistent in the game as the quarterback and the quarterback's biggest target. But Aaron Donald made some of the biggest plays in the game. And you can give him that kind of credit and potentially could have given him, given him uh, that Super Bowl MVP as well. Uh, Matt Stafford threw for 283 yards, three touchdowns, two interceptions. Um, I would say one of the interceptions definitely wasn't his fault as it bounced off the hands of his receivers, of his receiver. One of them was definitely his fault. But overall, I thought he had a solid enough game to garner MVP honors. Actually, the way the game started off, I think Odell Beckham Jr. may have been on his way um, to a huge game. Uh, two receptions for 52 yards and a touchdown, uh, the first touchdown of the game. Um, he definitely could have been on his way to MVP honors. And for a while, they pretty much had Cooper Cup bottled up. But in the in the, in the second half, specifically the fourth quarter, um, Cup and 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 Stafford got it going. I think that the last drive of the game was beautiful. Um, albeit once they got down into the red zone, deep into the red zone, it seems as if the drive was going to stall, but the referees kind of installed themselves into the contest. And uh, you know, I thought, uh, I thought. Um, Cincinnati took a couple of bad breaks um, on that last drive, albeit how beautiful it was to see Matt Stafford Cup just take over the game like that. Like I said, once they got down low um, inside the, the red zone, it, it was it was a whole different story. B. Austin's in the building. What up, B? What the grind? What up, what up, what up, what up, though? No doubt. What's up, what's up, what's up with you? Just sitting here getting my Dan Patrick on about this Super Bowl. Um, basically no talking doubt. about, you know, Cooper Cup got the MVP. I think it, I mean, it, I think it could have gone to Matthew Stafford. I think it could have gone to Aaron Donald. Um, what were your thoughts about, I think it you know, the, the game as a whole? If not Cooper Cup, who do you think should have gotten the MVP? And, you know, what were your thoughts on that last drive? I want to say for the Rams, but that last drive between Stafford and Cup, when they, you know, yeah, Cooper Cup yeah. finally, so because he was bottled up for a while, but they, they, they got it. Yeah, he was. Last he time. was. So, mm-hmm. so man, um, best Super Bowl that I have seen in a while, in wow. a while. Um, big talk. Big talk. Yeah. <laughs> let me let me give you. So, if I had to rank the order. Of and it's close, y'all. I would go Aaron Donald. I would go Aaron. I would have given. I would have given that most valuable player to Aaron Donald, and the reason I believe if Aaron Donald doesn't make those two plays, 
mm-hmm. Cincinnati wins that game. Period. Right. I believe they win. And we've seen the Cincinnati Magic second, late in games all season. So yeah, absolutely. And secondarily to that, I feel as though defense obviously is undervalued because offense is sold, right? We sell offense. We sell the excitement of offense. There are some things on defense that get us excited, the splash plays, hence the reason people are overrating uh, your man Diggs. But, you know, I, I, that play, those two plays that Aaron Donald made, he made a host of plays that game. Um, wasn't his best game, but was a very good quality game. Those last two plays are MVP worthy. Next up, I would I would give it to Stafford. Um, man, I think skill set wise, talent wise, ability wise, I think he has always been grossly underrated. I do, um, and and even more than underrated, I think he hasn't been put in the best situation, obviously, playing in Detroit to be able to shine and be able to show himself for what he is. And now with all of those weapons around, it's a much easier task for him to show exactly who and what he is. Cooper Cup, that MVP, and and Cooper balled. He did ball. That MVP was a culmination of the Triple Crown. Am I mad that he got the MVP? No, because you have to look at when you say most valuable player. Cooper Cup is so dominant at this point in in history and in the league and in his play that he's even valuable as a decoy not catching the ball. The fact that he occupies three players means he's valuable. So when you have a guy – that commands a double and even sometimes a triple team, it's almost like I give his yardage a, a, a 25% bump or a 20% bump for his value because he, you know he's doing it with the attention of the whole defense set to stop him. So that 92 yards is really like single coverage. That's really like somebody with 130, 125 because of the fact that he's facing a double and a triple and still performing. So I'm not mad that he got it. I just would have given it to Aaron Donald. First, I would have given it to Matt Stafford second, um, but I'm not mad at, at Cooper Cup. Listen, I'm going to say, say this uh, as well. Yo, to Odell Beckham Jr., um, I'm prayerful that you return big, better than ever. Odell – was fitting to have 150 yards. They were they were about to blow the doors off of the Bengals, and I'm going to tell you why. Cooper Cup, as you said, yeah, to your point, was being doubled and tripled, and Matthew Stafford wasn't was content not to force him the ball, and you had Odell in single coverage. You can argue whether Odell Beckham Jr. is the Odell Beckham Jr. pre-injury of 2016, 2015. You know, is he that? I don't know. But how do you, and I'm asking you, that, how do you feel about Odell Beckham facing single coverage with no doubles? Um, you said how do I feel what? About, about Odell Beckham Jr. 
when when he's playing with Cooper Cup and you roll the coverage oh, oh. with Cooper Cup, how do you feel about Odell Beckham single up? Oh, I mean Odell Be- Odell Beckham singled up probably just can't be guarded. I mean he's a very good route run yeah. runner. He's he's shifty, and he had that bouncing mm-hmm. step that evening. Uh, you know, as well. yes, he did. So I, I do, yes, I did. agree that he potentially, you know, could have been order in in order for a very big game um, in the Super Bowl. So that that was Absolutely. definitely, and I actually mentioned that before you came on when I was talking about you know who got the MVP, who I think could have gotten MVP, but I definitely had to give him props for you know what he was doing prior to the knee injury and it's a shame oh, that you that you got to see that i mean he got his ring and i'm and i'm happy for him um you know it just sucks that you didn't get to see him play that game all the way through because had he continued on that pace and he did at least get into the conversation of mvp it would have been poetic justice for that man I, I still think it's poetic justice he got into the super bowl he started it off he scored his team won he's getting the ring so it's poetic justice for everybody. Who's it, it's, it's poetic justice because the two plays, the two plays that he made were huge splash plays where you get right. to see who and what he is and who and what he's about. So salute to him. Yards Sorry for <laughs> 20, 26 yards per per reception. And um, Skyview is in the in the um, chat room tripping. <laughs> he was saying Cup won the MVP for the season. Can't give it to a newbie. Um, and then he said, i.e., Ray Allen should have should have Paul Pierce's NBA Finals MVP. So I'm asking him, what did Ray Allen do to get the MVP? And his answer was, he beat the Lakers almost single-handedly. Paul Pierce was just the tenured Celtic. What? Yo, <laughs> I know this has nothing to do with what we're you. talking about, but yo, you almost you almost Paul getting Pierce, banned from the program. Paul Pierce averaged more points than Ray Allen in that series. They averaged. Uh, Almost the same rebound. We'll give that to Ray Allen. He averaged five. Pierce averaged four and a half. Paul Pierce averaged 6.3 assists. Ray Allen averaged 2.5 assists. They both averaged around 1.3 steals. And, like, like single-handedly, I, I've never heard that before. And I'm not even going to sit here in front like I Ever. haven't, you know, because we, we've seen this through the years. Ray Allen gets a much better rep than what Ray Allen's production, you know, really was in the NBA. People love Ray Allen. I think you and I, you know, and a couple more people we know might be the only ones who think, like, I I personally think Ray Allen is probably the most skilled shooting guard I've ever seen in my life, but didn't have a dog in him to to measure up to his skill set. But I have never in my life heard anybody say that Ray Allen single-handedly beat the Los Angeles Lakers in the 2008 finals. How do you single-handedly beat somebody when the guy who did get the MVP, you know, was better than you in every statistical category, except for, you know, maybe one. Or if we're, or if we're counting steals, because in that series, Paul Pierce played better defense than Ray Allen. Ray Allen averaged 1.3 steals to Paul Pierce's 1.2 Defense steals. don't matter. Somebody will look at that and say, well, he averaged point one more steals than Pierce, but look at the games. Look at them guarding people, man, man to man. But, but Skyview, I have never in my life heard anybody say that, that Ray Allen. No, I like, 
nobody on that team. Paul Pierce won the MVP and didn't single-handedly beat anybody. That was the epitome of a, a team win. But, you know, I, I rarely even heard that Ray Allen should have won the MVP. I'm not going to say I never heard it before. But single-handedly? And listen, I, I don't listen, get that. You're, you're, you you're don't even being, lead your you're team being in scoring. Kind. How are you single-handedly beating a team? <laughs> you're You're being kind. Because, you know, I'm probably the polar opposite of what sentiment has just been expressed. I don't even think Ray Allen deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. But, you know, that's a whole that's a whole nother topic. Um, this gentleman either really, really loves Ray Allen and is related or, to him. Or he out there or, in Vegas um, smoking that good, good. Ask me something. Smoking that good, good. <laughs> and and three point three point shooting as a talent and skill has become overvalued at this point. At one time it was undervalued, it's definitely overvalued. So we overvalue Ray Allen because he decided not to be a complete basketball player and just be a specialist and he's made it to the hall as a specialist. So eh? <laughs> I've I've never heard that one before. You know, I I could I could even agree if somebody said Ray Allen had a case. I still would have picked Paul Pierce, but I can agree. But you got three cats per game scoring averages. Pierce 21.8, Ray Allen 20.3, Kevin Garnett 18.2. Kevin Garnett even has a case. 18.2 points per game, 13 boards, and three assists per game. (laughs) Like, there's three people who had a case at the MVP. So that's like the only part, you know what I'm saying? Because somebody's opinion and what they think they saw is what they think they saw. The only part that I'm like dumbfounded about is single-handedly. When you have three people who almost, I mean, this might, you might look at this and say, and, and say like, yo, this is, we're talking about a big three and they lived up to it in every sense of term, whereas all three of them may have as close to equally contributed to that series as you could possibly get from your top three players. And my man says single-handedly. Skyview passed that, man. I sent some. I don't, you know, I don't know if they let you send that over FedEx. It's legal now in most places, so you know, send us send us some of that, man. I'll give you the address after the show. Um, all right, so again, uh, shouts out to the to the Rams. I talked about the last drive, which I believe was beautiful. Stafford was on fire. Cup finally got from under, you know, some of that blanket coverage, some of those double teams, and started getting his. But when they got down deep into the red zone, it kind of seemed like the Bengals were on the wrong side of a couple of bad calls. I mean, the Bengals got away with a big one earlier when um, when Jalen Ramsey was mugged on a touchdown pass. But do you think the refs um, stepped into this late? And, and Because you said it yourself, Aaron Donald doesn't make those two plays. Cincinnati's going to come down and win that game. So at the same time, could we have – you know, rewind the tape a little bit farther than Aaron Donald making those plays and say if the referees don't get a little antsy with their whistles and their flags down in the red zone, Cincinnati might walk away with this game 
or or do you think I'm looking too far into that? Um, I I I think they were bad calls. Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely think they were bad calls. I don't I one know of them was a, a pass interference. Um, said Cup was interfered with. You're gonna get mm-hmm. a, the, the, the triple crown hatcher those calls in that situation, but it didn't even seem like it was close enough for us to debate the call. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I. I uh... <laughs> the NFL said, "Like, look, yo, we can't let the Bengals just come in here and win the Super Bowl. Can't let the Bengals. <laughs> That's not the story we want." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My my thing is I always feel like there's a there's you know hindsight is twenty twenty you can be a Monday armchair quarterback but I feel like this loss falls solely on the coach like in game coaching and the GM for not investing in the offensive line <laughs> if you give Joe but, Burrow but they, but, but, it's, can, but the team the team played well enough. Despite that stuff, I guess you say no, if you throw this team out there with a with a crazy with a Super Bowl level offensive line, then nobody might have messed with the Bengals. <laughs> yeah, but hold the crazy part about that is is that their offensive line had one of their better games in the bowl. Like everybody thought that they would just I know that's just how bad they were. Get set fifteen times. No, but what I'm saying is they they actually showed up for a little while. It, it, they started. Yeah, yeah. Like they started the the and then and then and then Aaron Donald said, "Umbaku, Umbaku is tired of this. Wakanda is mine." Like I have a question, like, well, how is Aaron Donald? I'm like, yo, y'all forgetting who Aaron Donald is? Like, Aaron Donald is. I think that, like, in a weird way, as much props as he gets, he might still be underrated because dude is arguably. I don't want to say it. Never mind. Um, RP ready. RP ready. I'm just, I'm just gonna stop there. No, he's no Jimmy. He's underrated because fans and and even some pundits don't understand what defensive tackles and nose guards do. They don't understand what they do. Yo, he's better at he's better at his job than probably any other player at their position in the league. I agree with that. And, and Yo, I, undersized, but they they still they still gave up seven sacks. I think they started well. Because, it was, it was, you know, for a while there, okay, I'm like, okay, he's, he's untouched. But then the floodgates kind of opened in the second half. Um, I mean, I mean, I but like, but like I said, despite that, despite that and everything else, the Bengals were still in it. The Bengals still had a chance to win this game, there's a, you know, down to the last play of the game. Context, there, there's context around that, though, Deb, because in the earlier parts of the game, Joe Burrow was letting his hands go quick. He was getting the ball out of his hands on very short routes, and that's not normally how the Bengals play. They take five steps and seven-step drops and go down the field. So they're trying to go so down. So they tried to go back to what it is that they do without running the ball as much as they should have. And as they tried to go further down the field and it took longer for plays to develop, Mbaku started coming through and like, yo, this is this is Wakanda, man. This is not this is not the colonizers land. You cannot, yeah. you cannot do that. Both teams uh got it in as far as rushing defense. I mean Mixon 
still ended the game with, you know, 15 carries for 72 yards. You know, that's a 4.8. So maybe, maybe it looks a little better for the Rams defensively because the Bengals didn't didn't commit to it. The Rams actually tried and, and. Yo, Cam Akers let nine down. Cam, Cam Makers was 13 for, for 13 carries for 21 yards. That's a 1.6 average. Darryl Henderson. <laughs> 13 carries, 13 yards. Darryl Henderson, no better. Four carries for seven yards, 1.8 average. The best average on the team was Cooper Cup. He had a seven-yard average, but he had one carry for seven yards. And, you know, that's, you know, trickery. He's not like he's just getting it handed off to him. And he's no, just going. Sony Michelle. very important play, though. Sony Michelle, two carries for, for two yards. For a one yard average, oh, everything Coop does is important for them. Like they needed everything he gave them because for a while it was touch and go with him. Like once Odell Beckham went out, Cooper Cup couldn't find space and Could have you know forcing the ball. In. Right, that that last that last uh, drive, they just said, man, I don't care what what kind of coverage y'all doing, ball getting the ball. So. Uh, shout out to the Rams, uh, you know, Super Bowl champions once again. Uh, the last time that happened was uh, when the, when the greatest show on turf was out there doing them doing their thing. So, um, hey, yeah, <laughs> uh, that the city, the, what on they turf call themselves now, the city of champions, they got themselves another one. So, shout out to the Rams for for Hey, man, Jimmy, right. what did you think right. about the quarterback play from the uh, World Champion Super Bowl winning Rams? I mean, it was average. I mean, that's what he do. I'm special about it. <laughs> oh, that's an average. That was average. <laughs> I don't know why you asked. Yeah. Like, you know, Jimmy going to say anything different. But uh, I got to get him there. I got to be fair. Real quick, man. All right, they get the short version. Go ahead, Jim. <laughs> yeah. I don't think I one hot album every ten year average. You know what I'm saying? I mean, he's learned. But no, like, but, but I mean, like, the certain parts of the game, I'm like, what the fuck is he doing? Who he throwing to? But I mean, you know, it, nothing special yeah. about it. He had some, Listen, he had man, some moments. In the, in the words, he had some, in the words, some great moments. Man. He had some moments where you were like, yo, what is he doing? And then, like I said, that last that's drive. What, that's what he does, just, though. They just went that's, in. That's what he does. I mean, the that's what drive, most quarterbacks though. do through the course of a game, though. It's rare that we see somebody just on fire for a whole game. But we have seen Not it. Not on fire, you know, but, we've seen it on this, not, yeah, but even if you ain't on fire, you ain't, some quarterbacks may not be on fire, but they don't throw Jones where you'd be like, yo, gets wrong with you. You know what I'm saying? Like, he got a lot of gets wrong with you. And, uh, you know, <laughs> but it is what it is. I mean, he did enough to win. They got their chip. You know what I'm saying? F-O-H. He's not a Hall of Famer. 90, 90 he did his thing, though. Well, speaking of that, I'm going to ask y'all real quick. Um, <laughs> HOF or FOH? Because after that, that Cooper, Super Cooper Bowl Cup? win, the conversation heated up around Matt Stafford, whether, you know, whether or not he should be a Hall of Famer. So let's take two minutes because that's all it's going to take. Let's take two minutes. And let's talk about it. H O F. No, I'm F-O-H. done. All right. So, uh, I mean, do we have that? Jimmy already pretty much told us this now. So, be awesome. Fuck uh, no. H O F. No. Or 
FOH for for Matt Stafford. Let me let me give you his, you know because you brought up his statistics. Let me give you his stats. Sounds like you are already answered as well. But um, for his career, uh, 182 games played, 182 games started, um, 4,302 uh, completions, and 6,825 attempts. 63% completions. Uh, he has 49,995 yards. I guess on his first pass of next season, he'll be in the 50,000-yard club. 320 touchdowns, 161 interceptions. Um, that's a pretty good ratio right there, though, for a quote-unquote empty mm-hmm. calorie quarterback. Um, so, B. Austin, you said you said no? Yeah, GT, GTFOH. Um, yeah. Just, just, and a and the quarterback stat, 86 wins, 95 losses, and one tie. The, the quarterback stand never lost. Um, here's here's the thing, and he he to me to me, I, I'm not I'm not where Jimmy is on on him. I think that he is one of the more talented uh, QBs of the of this age. But it is I don't want to call it empty calories. It, he's a victim of where he played as much as he is anything else. Um, and that team, man, it was hard to overcome. It's not how the many team, it's the league that the Lions put out the there. Team. How, many years, uh, how many years has he played in the league? Uh, he's been in the league for t- 12? 13 years now. 12 13 with Detroit, years. 1 13? with the Rams. 13 years. So he got 13 years at his position. He's never been a top three or five dude. But we want to. Put I don't him think home. anybody's oh, ever gonna. I, but 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 to be fair about that, you can't. You can't. Like nobody's ever gonna say you're top three to five when you play for the Lions, who nobody's playing with. Yeah. Nobody's ever gonna say that. Now, if you get lucky and you go to a great franchise or, you know, you're with a coach that makes a great franchise. That's another thing. How many coaches has he had in his career? And y'all say it all the time. So this is not me just defending more. Y'all say it all the time. A lot of people's stars change depending on where they are. Tom Brady doesn't go to the Patriots and build what he did with Bill Belichick. Tom Brady might not have been in the league for two, three years. Tom Brady says to himself in the 30 for 30 that – Yo, he's like, if the tuck rule wasn't in effect, if that whole thing didn't play out, he he wouldn't even have been the starting quarterback for the. Uh, I mean, we can we can we for can the play the TV game with everybody. You know. I mean, but, but at the end of the day, the great quarterbacks elevate everybody, man. Tom Brady make the make the uh, you know maintenance man better. You know what I'm saying? Shot the shady. Um, so says Tom Shady. Brady, <laughs> Tom Brady better than all of them. <laughs> so says Shady. Um, but but yeah, Tom Brady is a better human being than everybody who's ever walked the planet. Um, no shade. Um, so no, so no. I, I'm in agreement with y'all. I, so that's three FOHs for Matthew Stafford. But I'm just listening to some of y'all reasoning. Like he hit me. You know he, what? He hit me. If he's on um, a if he's on a better franchise, oh, a, a, a franchise that right. we know is right is at least good yeah, year I mean, after year. I mean, there would have been like, times like where he was so. considered a top three quarterback. His statistics were always top three 
but you're playing for a franchise yeah. like Detroit, and you're not I mean, I, I, you're not Jesus enough. So to I can, so I, can, thing, I, can go back, I could go back and revise. Yeah, I could go back and revise my my opinion and look deeper into the numbers because I don't agree with Jimmy in saying that he was never top five. I need to revise that. I need to look at some of them seasons because there were seasons where five. I said, mm, this dude might be fifth or sixth best QB in the league. I can remember but nobody, but that. Me, but at me, least nobody's going to recognize that when, you know what I'm saying, when the records are what they were. Yeah, yeah but they, yeah. Had one, the they had a 10-6, they can't, had we can't, an 11-5. They we, had like two 9-7s. I mean, the fact is, he played for the Lions. He can't play the game if he didn't. But I mean, what if what if Aaron Rodgers played for the Patriots? What if Tom Brady played? For, we can't do that. You have, if Aaron Rodgers played with, for the Patriots, he had about five SBs. But that's what I'm saying. But I what mean, I, you what say I'm we can't do that, like, but we've done it plenty when we talked about uber successful quarterbacks. Like I've heard y'all say all the time, like, well, you know, if he was here, it might not have been this. I've heard y'all say that before. No, I've got that from y'all. No, we can't do that. <laughs> no, we can't do that. I mean, because my thing is, okay. Can then if we can't everybody. do that this way, then we can't do that the other way. We can't, can't do, do it for time. Can't do it for uh, that you might not. But we don't do. Like, who have we done it for? I've, I've heard Tom, y'all do that. We before. definitely no, Jimmy. We definitely. I've have heard done people. It for time. I've heard it on this show. I've definitely. heard the Tom Brady thing, like what he might have been he if he didn't been. go to a, a great franchise. Yeah, but, but the thing is, though, I know. I know. I know. He says it all the time. And we've done, we've done it every time. But we judge him based on his like record that. and his accomplishments of where he went. We don't never judge him based on if he would have went somewhere else, he would have stunk. Like, we don't do that. Like, we judge him based on what he's done based and where he no, went. No, but not, nobody's like, saying – I'm not even saying that anybody said he would have stunk. But it's been brought up like, okay, situations sometimes makes careers. I'm telling you, these are not my – Things. Like I, I got it from one of y'all. Yeah, like we talk about this all the time. When we are talking about someone successful and we give credit to where they land, that's one thing. Taking taking the other taking it the other way where you say somebody is ass but they wouldn't be ass if they went here. I mean we could do that all day long though. You could do that pretty much with any player. I mean, but dude I mean, ain't asked. You just you you're kind of no, no, no. But he ain't yeah, But he even, ain't asked. Even that's, implying that dude is ass. Dude is nowhere near ass though. So we're not know, saying that somebody is ass, and if they were here, no, we're saying somebody oh, has Hall of Fame numbers, but they're not going to the Hall of Fame I mean, because they don't they, have the no, numbers. And, and I got, I got, a, I got, I got. Let's be real, Dev. Dev, he got, Listen, call it, call it, call it. Empty calories versus ass is a whole different thing. Nobody throwing. Calling Matthew Stafford ass is like calling Jameis is like calling Jameis ass. Jameis ain't ass. Uh, uh, well. That's, that's way better than well. Jameis, though. Like, that's what I can No, he is. way better than Jameis. <laughs> no, he is way better. He is way better than, he is way better than Jameis. I'm laughing. But I'm saying Jameis ain't. I'm saying Jameis ain't. Hold on, hold on. What do you want me to call Jameis ass? That ain't hard to do. Jameis is blind ass. No, Jameis ain't He's some blind and dumb ass. Like, what? Yeah. All right, so either way, that's Don't the that. waiters for um for uh for the ball. Um, last thing I want to ask y'all about this game though, the halftime show. You know, people of you know our age group, 
was excited about it going in. It seems like a lot of people were excited about it, you know, while it was on and after it was on. There was a few voices of dissension out there saying it didn't do much and it was corny and blah, blah, blah. Um, a take that I read uh, yesterday, um, I think it was an article written by Dave Zirin. He wasn't necessarily giving his opinion, but I think he said Cornell West came out and said they missed an opportunity um, because there was no political statement made, you know, during the Super Bowl. I think the the biggest thing was Eminem kneeled when supposedly the the NFL told him not to, but who cares about what the white boy does and, you know, and the symbolism of that, you know what I'm saying? But he was saying that, you know, everybody else missed an opportunity, especially with the stuff going on right now with Brian Flores, um, you know, Kaepernick the last few years. Do y'all agree with that? First of all, before y'all answer that, were y'all rocking? Everybody in a dollar? Um, it was cool. Here's my thing, right? So I was jamming because I knew the music pretty much. Yeah, I know the music. Obviously, you know the music, so you have nostalgia. You know, I was like – I was excited. Like I was happy. I don't know how to put this. Like I don't think the show was that great, but I was happy for them. Like to see Dr. Dre get his the just do symbolism. Someone from hip hop. Yeah. So it was yeah. like that. But I feel like the show. Was... Jim, remember what I kept posting in the in the chat group? I kept posting that quote from Biggie. Like, remember rapping, Duke? The ha, the ha. We never thought that hip hop would take it this far. Like it was. Yeah. It was crazy to see the thing that we grew up on. A genre that's not really not supposed, us, to a, supposed to be a fad that, that was supposed to be a passing right. fad, quote right. unquote, on this stage. You know what I'm saying? And so with the with the polarizing and, views, because you know the you know MAGA was out there. <laughs> MAGA was definitely. And and and, and, and to your to your to your point to your point, Dev, that that actually both it it, it meshes well with where Cornell West was coming from because at hip hop's inception inception rather, it was counterculture. It was counterculture. It was rebellion. It was a voice for the voiceless. It was an expression of those that couldn't be heard in mainstream media. So being Cornell being a man of a certain age and now even even Dr. Dre and Snoop being of a certain age they kind of, and coming from the political history of NWA even, you know, say what you will about them being gangster rappers, they had a political understanding. They they knew that's, certain that's things. That's exactly like, where I was going, but I wasn't about yeah. to give Dr. Dre the credit for that. I was about to say now, if they had Cube up there and that he would have just did his song, well, no, I would have issue with that. Yeah. No, but Cube I don't, ever, Cube, I don't ever think, Cube, even Cube with NWA and what they were, I don't mm-hmm. ever think that was Dr. Dre. That, that wasn't great. Yeah, really, you're right. You know. Cube, right. Cube was there. Cube would have came out in the cap jersey. That, that's that's who Cube is. But <laughs> Cube would have came out in the cap jersey. Cube would have had the black he done everything. involved somehow. He would have kneeled. And then, he would have said every lyric they told him not to say. Like, but, but, but well, that's what about we music, expect but. from Cube. I mean, Cube might have been the are we there yet, Cube. Who knows? Yo, Cube, but, yo, Cube that, but it's also a reason why we didn't see Cube. But here's another thing, right, too. Yeah. And why we will never the one thing see Cube. The one thing that bothered me, though, is everybody talking about, like, you know, the greatest. Like, and then me and Dev got in a conversation this, this this week about, like, people's remembrance of the Prince joint, which we thought was mid. But yeah, I, was I was reminded today about, like, Mike. 
and I went back and watched the Mike joint. And then, yo, yo, that Mike, Mike was appearing from like three different scoreboards. Yo, like how was that? Did Mike, he have Mike got on stage and literally <laughs> looked still for two minutes, and people were passing out. Like he didn't say anything. I, yo, I, I I forgot about that until someone said, "Well, what about Mike?" I, and I went right. on YouTube and looked it up. The Mike third jump on the like, stage. Yo, no, Mike still. launched up on the stage. And people, <laughs> yo, people was crying. He, yo, he didn't even Mike was launched up the stage and just chilled. And Jimmy is not exaggerating when he said he chilled for two minutes. He just stood there yo, in one position for two minutes. There. And after two and minutes, move. he still didn't start getting it in. He just whipped his head to the other side, and people went crazy. <laughs> yo, they were crying and passing out, and Mike didn't open his mouth. I said, oh, yeah, this was different. And then I, he know, started jamming in right. like, And then was the actual <laughs> show. So, yeah, people, yo, people forgot. I don't think people I've forgot. ever seen that, though. Who else can do that? Who can sit still and yeah. make people scream and cry? <laughs> but, no, this one was definitely, you know, you rocking because, first of all, it's hip-hop. So we know all the words. Like, so I, so I had a good time. Nostalgia. Yeah, was crazy. There was, there was, was yeah, I, I, I appreciated it. Um, for what it was and and nostalgia, um, it was good to see as you say see Drake get his flowers. I I even give Snoop props, and I know we may we may get a little blowback for this, but it's our show, so f y'all. Um, I give him props for holding true to his culture, man, which is community revolution and <laughs> progress, man. You know what I'm saying? He yeah. he he bangs ah. Uh, um, he, yo, he bangs with Martha Stewart, like so. He he is who he is, like he gets a, yeah. he he has a snoop pass. But I think that's also part of um Dr. West's um thing, like issues. Like, yeah. uh, so the thing about Slim Shady, Marshall Mathers, like he's uncancelable, so he can do whatever he want to do. Like you can't cancel Eminem. He has yeah. a, a rabbit fan base going to support you. Eminem be dropping trash albums now, and he still be going like multi quadruple platinum, and them joints be cheap. Yo. Yo, I'm gonna capture. I'm gonna capture it like this, Jimmy. Eminem can say "f white people" and poor white trash that don't even like black people will buy it. Yeah, like he he he's at that level. But I think Snoop is like kind of. But again, like I understand where Dr. West is coming from, but at the same time, I don't expect that from these people. Like I don't expect Mary J. Blige mm. to go out there and say like this, like you know what I mean. Like, Mary J. Exactly. Blige did this a Mary J. Blige did a commercial for Popeyes. We know what it is. And hey, can we keep it real? Jay Z probably wasn't gonna put nobody out there who was gonna do that. Mm. Like I, I mean, his wife, his wife did a little something, but like, was he responsible? Let Hine. You know what I mean? Well, that was before. That was before <laughs> he was getting the check. Remember, he, remember, right. he boycotted them until they cut him a check. Right. So that, that was before his deal. So now that you know he getting <laughs> yeah. rich off of them, so they not going to put nobody Shabby, out Shabby, there. Shout out to because the one thing that's consistent about the board, man, the board told y'all from day one that he was a hustler, and it still reigns true. Like, but you got to uh, tell stand back, man. Because there's people still out there. There's still people out there telling us. Y'all gotta wait to see what he gonna do. Yo, yo, like, yo, we not oh, we pass yes, waiting, just like we pass kneeling, right? <laughs> we pass waiting. Yo, actionable see, items, man. What are you gonna do? Actionable, actionable items. Actionable um, items. But you're right. That wasn't the group that was really gonna, you know, challenge anything or do anything. Nah, they put dead, they um, put dead so I, on the group. Then we, then we yeah, so, I, so I do agree. 
I do agree that there was a missed opportunity with all this Flores stuff going out. Like the most the most rebellious thing that happened was they told Snoop not to rep his set, not to wear a rag, so his whole outfit was a rag. Okay. My man, like, my okay. man he, said insane, he repped the Crips. Insane he, he Long repping, Beach. He wasn't repping, the, bla- repping the Black Panthers. He repped the Crips. That don't really do nothing for us in our struggle. I mean, that's yeah. that he, no, that he no, no. his, his gang set. Folks acting like they, like they booked Public Enemy for the show. <laughs> public Enemy? Damn, Public Enemy. Um, and Skyview, and then Skyview, you be tripping, man. You still in the chat room tripping. He said, oh, going back up to the Matthew Stafford thing, he said, uh, FOH, if he didn't have Megatron, we wouldn't even be talking about him. Yeah, he ain't paid with Megatron I mean, in seven years. He had like five, four thousand I mean, yard seasons. Without Megatron. What up, Skyview? You ain't wrong, Skyview. Talk to him, him, Skyview. (laughs) You ain't wrong for the biased people. No. But, yo, he ain't played with Bo in seven years. Then he said Megatron (laughs) might be the Lynn Swan to Stafford's Terry Bradshaw. Yeah, but Swan and Bradshaw got them wins, so as as overrated as they might have been. Even with his four rings, I don't think he should be right. Terry Bradshaw wasn't that good. Scott, you also said no, Cornell West is married to a white woman, right? His opinion doesn't really apply. Oh, <laughs> I, didn't even tell, I didn't even know that. I, I didn't Yo. know that either. I didn't know that either. Yeah. Um, Yo, I didn't know that. These are our heroes. I got to do some research. Yeah. Find Yo, out let, me try, let me find out he got a Sam Cassell jump. Y'all got to vet that, though. I'm not saying Skyview is wrong, but Skyview just said earlier in the show before you joined, Jimmy, that – Ray Allen single-handedly beat the Lakers in the finals in 2008. <laughs> so, yo, you know, dog, Jimmy, your man Exactly. Yo, Skyview tripping, dog. He, so, yo, he had so an edible. Skyview so had one of them that. edibles that yeah, was real saying, strong. I'm not saying he's wrong, but we, we got to make sure before we run with that. Because no, we, you know, uh, we find out tripping. it's true, we're going to go on Cornell just the way, you know, like we do everybody else. Um, His wife's name, well, they divorced now. Her name was uh, Ramona Santiago, so I don't think she's white. Yeah, sound like she. No, he had four. He had uh, black four wives, bro. Latino or oh, was one of the four white. You have any Beckys up in there? Either way, man. While you looking that up, quote of the week. <laughs> well, no, he got a new one. Hold up, he got a new one. He's got within twenty twenty one. Let me look her up. Quote of the week. He got a crazy F name them too. Picks. F them picks. And that's Rams GM's Les Sneed Super Bowl Parade shirt. Basically telling y'all, F all them draft picks that y'all are criticizing him for getting rid of because they're at the Super Bowl Parade right now. So that was, you know, that that, that shirt was bars. Um, when he loses his job in, in four years, uh, it's going to be a whole different thing. But all in all, he got that ring that they needed. But when he don't have any picks and he loses his gig in a few years... <laughs> You know, he's going to look back Scott like, man, I once wrong. had a, a Scott hot Scotty wasn't, wasn't wrong, though. He got a so new he, he got a, married, he, he just married her in 2021. She a young, a young a white Baxter, who's a PhD. Young Baxter. Yo, he got a young, yeah, young white John who's a PhD, um, who's a college professor herself. So, but, um, so Dr. Umar, she looked like she about, she looked <laughs> Dr. Like Umar looking at you ago. sideways, Cornell West. Yo. So I agree with the yeah. sentiment, but I don't agree with his choice. He's our hero. <laughs> All right, stat of the week. 
Cooper Cup. Hold on, I don't think she's matter of fact, she's not she's not um, white though. She's a uh, she French. She's something else. <laughs> she's a uh, Persian. She's Persian. Uh, the Kardashians are Armenian. If they white, then she white. Um, <laughs> Cooper Cup becomes the second receiver in NFL history to win the Triple Crown, Offensive Player of the Year, and Super Bowl MVP. I'm sure y'all can guess who the other one was, one Mr. Jerry Rice. However, Jerry Rice did this over his entire career. Cooper Cup did this all in one season. (laughs) So Cooper White Rice Cup accomplished all three of these things in one season. So I'm pretty much sure that he's never going to have this type of season ever again in his life. I was just about but to say, what's the fall off going to look like? I know, but still, like, what what will he sustain for the next few years, and where will he end up, you know, when it's all said and done? 1,300 yards a season for the next three seasons? Right, nobody's expecting you to get the triple crown, offensive player of the year, and the Super Bowl MVP again in one season. Nobody ever expected you to do it once. It's never been done before. But he's in the prime of his career now, so I'm interested to see, you know, how he's going to carry this over the next few years. Uh, We got another um, stat of the week. (laughs) I'm hearing that Juan Soto rejected a 13-year, $350 million contract from the Washington Nationals prior to the MLB lockout. Yo, is he crazy, or is he figuring, I'm Juan Soto. I can get that from anybody. I don't have to rush into that. <laughs> or, but, but what, if, what if the lockout goes through and dudes ain't getting 13-year, $350 million contracts anymore? Then, then will we think he played himself? <laughs> he played himself either way. There's just no way that he did not play him. He's played himself. It doesn't matter what comes next. He played himself. Himself is played. <laughs> Jim, what do you think? Then he played himself? Oh, or do you no, think Juan Soto banking on the fact that he can get this anywhere on the market? I think, I think both things can be true, and I think he probably will get it. I mean, well, What about the lockout? What if they stop the giving them type of giants? <laughs> I'm gonna take that bird yeah. in the hand. Yeah, I'm just gonna take that. He already got he already got a World Series ring, so you know, go get the money. I mean, but man. you know, we don't know his financial situation anyway. He might be moving a bird. You know what I'm saying? He might he might be the connect. Like he already might uh-huh. have paper. So you know what I'm saying? Right, Patty, Patty. Let's go to the uh, the phone line real quick. We got the homie Tobias calling in. Let's get this in real quick since we ain't gonna be here that well, long this evening. We got places to go. Well, we got places to travel to. What up, Tobias? Where, Roll Apple, damn where, 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 Roll Tide. Where y'all going? Applebee's, y'all wives and kids. That's where y'all going? That's what Hell family no. men do nowadays. We going to the we going to the war Yo, you whisper like house. you whisper Boy, like massa like massa looking for you with the dogs and you under the uh, <laughs> you under the brush like Brer Rabbit. <laughs> Trying not hey, to get man. his foot cut off. Hey, all I know is that <laughs> Cornell West does a lot of talking. Hey, your boy Cornell West does a lot of talking for somebody who didn't marry what he speak about. Me catch what I'm saying. Listen, and also I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna say this because I'm feeling moved to say this, Tobias. My bad. For our listeners who don't who don't know, I'm gonna go ahead and say it. It's all on me. 
But we are men who are committed to the black struggle here in America. And the only way that you overcome the situation we've been put in is black love. That means you marry black, you make black babies, you support His wife black. Is Iranian. You know what I'm saying? He's Iranian. If 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 and 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 from a wealth perspective, <laughs> says my brother Jimmy is, is a supporter of Claude. <laughs> and not, yeah, not her white. if other. you marry a white woman and you die, your money goes to her. What's her commitment? Her money to black. Love his money going her oil field. But and like I heard like he was on. Is she Iranian though, Jim? Iranian definitely. Yeah, he's white. Iranian. He's Iranian. Yeah. Hey. Iranian definitely ain't white though. So we already know it's, it's not black. listening on the phone. Like B said, like you know, you still not, you know, you still not contributing one hundred percent to that black struggle. Um, but but she but we know Iranian the definitely ain't white. Uh, I don't think Iranian people like white people, so we're not gonna put that on her. Yeah. All I gotta <laughs> say is that all I got to say is she probably could tell us how Jesse released some hostages. But uh, <laughs> you know, but one thing, right? Why are they expecting that for Dr. Dre, who gave $35 million to USC instead of an HBCU? Why are they, why are they expecting you know? <laughs> uh, But the problem is that I hate how they put this stuff on athletes and entertainers when it's a job of the government. It's like we don't criticize the government over this, but when it comes to an athlete, you expect them to make the statements in the agenda. Government. Ain't that the job of government? Why we expect the government to make the statements? Oh, Yeah. I, I don't still wait no Biden. Yeah, hey, I'm still waiting on Biden to meet Ice Cube. Yeah. They said wait on him, right? Uh, <laughs> y'all, the, the game, right? The game had nothing to do with it. They didn't think they had to at this point, and they still be trying to suppress that right. The government. Man. All right, my bad. Go ahead. Hey, y'all talking about the game, Man, right? You, it, had, <laughs> it, it had nothing. One. First thing before I talk about the game, the big three Celtics would have won more titles they had a better coach. Top 15, my ass. But, uh, <laughs> Question, though. Do you but, think Ray Allen single-handedly beat the Lakers? Oh, God. No, I think it was Big Baby Davis, by the way. And James <laughs> Posey. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to tell you all, Cornell, Cornell, Iranian John got a little turkey. Anyway, go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, Yo, but, uh, That's bars and Jimmy and I even know it because she resided yeah. in Turkey after she left Iran. Yes, yeah, see what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Is her last name freedom too? <laughs> but uh, you know, but like y'all talked the game, right? And, uh, yep. it wasn't about the officials. It was about the Bengals cut block. And I always said in the playoffs, in the NFL playoffs, what you don't do well, what you bad at, it bites you in the butt at the end. Yes, Jamar Chase is great. They didn't address the offensive line. Guess what happened? Joe Burrow got his face beat in because they couldn't block. <laughs> and hey, if if for the people who say like like front running Fred, who says get the ball out quick, you must have to play where you have an option to get the ball out quick. That's the thing. And if your scheme doesn't start getting the ball out quick, okay, you throw it into the pick six unless your name's Eli Apple. But uh, <laughs> you know, but that's what I'm trying but, to think. Yeah. But, but you know people. But but you know people just they just get the ball out quick. Okay, to whom and what's the scheme and the play? Next thing you know, it's a pick six or it's an intentional grounding and you're screwed. And so um, I just think people just go off talk about like how Brady gets it out quick, but Brady has an option to get it out quick. Hey, the, 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 hey, the running back always gets a lot of catches under Brady. Uh, <laughs> you know, uh, I mean, but I, w- I wouldn't but, marry her, but. 
Yeah. Um, <laughs> but but yeah, so I'm saying people are the team. And I want and like once again, a team wins a Super Bowl, all I hear is Dynasty talking, I'm like, What? <laughs> oh, every every year. Every year. The Eagles yeah. supposed to have a dynasty. We barely made it back yeah. to the playoffs. But I'm like, what? And Matt Stafford is not a Hall of Famer. I'm sorry. Bro, you can't tell me one Pro Bowl gets me. None of us think that. None of us yeah, think that. Yeah, but you know, the media. We all said that for the media. Yeah, because the media, what happens is if you're likable, they take for you. I'm like, you mean to tell me you can't The media, as soon as you win something, they put everybody in the Hall of Fame. I mean, come on. Everybody got a statue these days. Listen, you're talking about the media. You're talking about we actually have a conversation about Robert Ory being in the Hall Casey of Fame. Casey Mack said Hall of Fame, no. Winston. Oh, God. Casey Mack said Hall of Fame. He said Stafford oh, will oh, be validated he... with the Rams. I think he'll be validated, but I don't oh, think. See, he... And this is not us saying that he's not going to the Hall of Fame. We do he's a good player. Or, a, or FOH. This is what we think. No, Jimmy Jimmy don't but, care if but, he go all pro four, four more times. He ain't putting him in the Hall <laughs> But y'all know the hard part about this whole Pro Bowl thing. He didn't even get in as alternate those years. <laughs> it can't drop out all the time. He still didn't put him in as alternate. And, uh, and I I'm think, telling like, you, man, it, winning means too much to these things now. I mean, tell the truth. You've seen some alternates. Now, now we definitely be honest on this. There's been some alternates that made it in front of him that – you know, quarterback for quarterback couldn't hold dudes jackstrap. But I don't know about that. If those teams are on a winning, those teams were winning. It's well, a whole different thing. Well, you got to look at it this way. I look at it this year. Your man made it as an alternate because the Eagles won nine down. games and made the playoffs. Oh, sorry, Taylor Hurts. Taylor Hurts. Yeah, like come on. Well, <laughs> There's been worse quarterbacks that made it as an alternate. Like. Come on, man. Like, hey, there was some years that Donovan McNabb made it. Yo, they put Derek. Yo, they put Derek Anderson in the uh, in the Pro Bowl one time. All that stuff is crazy. I remember this all right. Dude ain't that good. If he was good, he'd have been on a winning team because he would have added the more wins. But go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm apologizing. Yeah, I'll say this. The funny part. I think the Lions won ten and six a couple of times and eleven five one one time. Oh, under the black coach, by the way. Under like, black you're coach, saying that, but you're not giving him props for the times that the Lions had better records than oh. the Lions usually have. Oh, like, and like, by the way, man. I know you don't like the ball. Part of the situation, y'all knuckled up but in see, high school. He, he, he missed. But see, <laughs> you know the funny part is, Dan was talking about the wins. Speaking of, uh, everybody's clouded by wins. ESPN is saying there's a robust market for Jimmy G. I'm like, how? <laughs> you know, I, I, heard he, I heard he might be going to the Commanders. <laughs> oh, like, have y'all? I'd be like, okay, he wins. All right, the team happened to win games, and they told, well, he was out. Have you seen those? Like, that's an old saying Bill Polian said. No, I think it was one of the coach, coaches. They said, why Peyton Manning got all the snaps? And the guy said, Peyton Manning gets hurt. We're fucked anyway. <laughs> Excuse me for saying that. That's what he said. So it doesn't matter the backup gets snapped. But I just think that uh, win, winning games, even though it was a team effort, clouds a lot of things when it comes to quarterbacks. And, uh, I don't think quarterbacks should be getting all the credit for that anyway. I think it's a silly fact that, you know, they're the only players who get a win-loss record. Yeah. And, We've and seen like, and I hear, get carried in this league. And, oh, yeah, and like Aaron Donald, he is great. He's one of the best ever. He's married to a sister, anyway, by the way, B. Austin. But, uh, uh, <laughs> you know, 
But uh, they say he's the greatest defensive Aaron, player Aaron, ever. Aaron, I think Donald, Aaron Donald's doing his part. That is true. And, uh, but, that, but yeah, we, we call I, him Mbaku around these parts. That dude, that dude was a vegan too, by the way. <laughs> Eastern folks, but uh, that's why he only two hundred eighty-five pounds. Yeah, yeah and, but how are you that I, strong as a vegan? Like, if I didn't, if I couldn't eat what I like to eat, and yeah, I just, I don't know, I was probably feel <laughs> weak. <laughs> hey, I, I see what you did, it. there, brother. That was masterful. Yeah, yeah. and think about it. He, uh, the only reason that he didn't go higher in the draft or get like a five five star because of measurables. But people like now they say he's a great defensive player ever. I'm like, yeah, he's great. He's at le- he's no worse than top ten, depending on your list and what you like. No, but I know people aren't aren't necessarily going to appreciate this particular play because my man's name is Samaji Pirine. But oh, yeah. Samaji Pirine, all he all he is is strong. He ain't fast, he can't really catch, can't do nothing else, but he's 250, and he's got, like, 2% body fat. Like, all he is is a strong-ass muscle. And Aaron Donald <laughs> ran up behind that man and said One nothing. hand. One arm. That was incredible. And, and you know, uh, and I think sometimes it's, that it's the same thing with Eris, right? Because he's in a pass-happy scheme, like the league now. And, uh, but I thought Sapp was probably the best pass rusher D, D tackle I've seen. Hey, he, he's better than Sapp. Is. No, and, uh, no, 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 he still he still is. Listen, no, he's better than Sapp overall as a player, but he's not a better pass rusher than than one. No, nah, Sapp's a pass rusher, yeah. And, uh, but and like and I, like people like say the best. I'm like, have y'all seen Lawrence? Y'all forgot about Lawrence Taylor and Reggie White. Uh, Yo, you know. I just, I just, I just spoke to a, I just Meet spoke to a dumb green. young bull. I'm not saying, I'm not saying that I spoke to Fred, but I did speak to a dumb young bull that tried to <laughs> say that Lawrence Taylor is not the greatest pass rusher in the history of the universe. I'm like, Lawrence Taylor won an MVP. And I'm not saying it was, I'm not LA saying Prime. it was Fred that said that. That's All not right, what Fred. I'm saying, y'all. I didn't say Fred produced it. Hey, front running Fred, really by the crazy. way. That's crazy because that's, that's what Lawrence Taylor was. Yeah, like, I know he was nice, but I really can't remember anything else Lawrence Taylor did except for kill quarterbacks. <laughs> no, he ran. You know, no, you know what he did, Dad? He did run running backs down from the backside. Pause. From the from the backside that's from the other did. side of the line. Yeah, man, he chased you down. And, 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 and no running backs are illegal, by the way. I like I like what he likes. But uh, it's funny, like, but, Lawrence Taylor was fast and had energy. Like he was like like he was on coke or something. I don't, I don't know. He's cocaine. The hell of a drug. The thing about Lawrence Taylor was Lawrence Taylor made the pass rush defense like outside linebacker famous. After Lawrence Taylor, you saw Cornelius Bennett, the original biscuit. Uh, Derek Thomas, somehow both of them went to Alabama. That's neither here nor there. Then he got Javon Millers and stuff. And, uh, and then he got the left tackle famous. Then he got the eight, had to put an H back in. And Reggie White was strong as an ox, you know. And I just think that uh, a lot of times people come to prison as a moment. Not saying the guy ain't great, but that's uh, errors also because those guys were coming up in the, when it was all about the run where they were still picking running back number one overall. You know, and now it's all about throwing the ball all the time. And I just think that uh, sometimes it's errors, but these guys are great. They're like, he's a great player. And, and let's just be honest about this one. Uh, 
Cincinnati ain't going back. I think Burrow's a new Dan Marino unless they short that lineup because, hey, you can get all the receivers you want. If you can't protect your quarterback, he's going to be hurt. Remember, Cam Newton got beaten up because he wanted to be a running back. And some of these other quarterbacks who got beaten up over the years that make it a 10-year. And I just know the Bengals going to have to invest in an offensive line to uh, help that QB out. And everybody's saying they go back, but it's hard to go back. Oh, hell yeah, <laughs> you know? it's hard to go back. I mean, that's why I was, you know, I had that little discussion with Fred last week, <laughs> you know, because he's like, like, only because he's trying to, you know, subliminally give Tom Brady props, but he'd be saying stuff like, uh, all these accolades such and such got, and he only got one Super Bowl. Like, it's hard to win a Super Bowl. Like, Come on, that's like the pinnacle of their career. So to say that somebody only got one, like that's crazy. Like he, he can I help spread out with this one, Dale? Spoiled Patriots fan, man. I'm gonna help him <laughs> out. Tom Brady benefited from a terrible division. Where that division ain't have a good quarterback besides that year of a Brett Favre had, and since Jim Kelly was a Buffalo. <laughs> you know, or Dad, Dad Marino, those quarterbacks were trash then all those years. So he had a get, gifted, like, two-seat, one-seat, two-seat most of the time. Joe Burrow, Lamar's going to be healthy. Baltimore going to be back. Pittsburgh, they get a quarterback, they're going to be good. The Browns still have a good roster. I want the quarterback. So right there, you got your road right there. That's hard. And yeah, it's not going Patriots... to be so easy for them to – just yeah, and, 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 and my last thing before I run, guys, because I know y'all guys got to do your honey-do list and stuff. And, uh, but Damn right. <laughs> yeah, I see this Ben Simmons stuff, right? And everybody, nice, you know, I ain't, I ain't in the big-time media. Hey, let's just be honest here. The boy the boy up here make, made that stuff up. Now it's a miracle. Kind of like a Charlton pastor touch him in the forehead. And, he, you know, he start twitching. But <laughs> I say this is the first time Ben Simmons got criticized. He's been coddled in high school, coddled in college, coddled all those years. But you know who we should be giving props to who took even worse criticism coming in? Lonzo Ball. People after him because of his daddy. First year, he was a post deal bust. People were crushing him. But he put he he got his like ass in the gym and worked on the game. You peep now that he on the Bulls, Tobias is like his agent Hey, Hey, because but we got to be truthful about this. But but look at Giannis. Giannis put the work in, too. You know, hell, they called Magic Johnson Tragic Johnson. Throw his face. Uh, you know, <laughs> bro, people <laughs> took criticism. I mean, listen, I remember Mike used to get cooked. Like, people forget oh, because of cooked. how things ended up. They used, to, yeah. they used to tear Mike a new one, call him selfish. All they could do is score. never be a winner. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, they, yo, they, they criticized Bull for scoring too much. Like, all he do is imagine how crazy that sounds. Right. Hey, they yeah, also say he didn't do nothing. Right. Scotty Pippen showed up in seven point nine points a game his rookie year. But uh, <laughs> yeah, the year was there. at the end of the game, they count points and they mad. They yeah, <laughs> a lot of points. And, uh, and everybody's <laughs> saying like hard. No, but he might be the same guy. But I was like, my man score. scored. You scored too much. We need less scoring and more of the other so, stuff. So who the hell are you supposed to pass the ball to? Dave Corzine? 
Okay, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's like telling Kobe to pass a smush Parker. It ain't happening. Uh, but Prazim was nice like, on Lakers versus Celtics. <laughs> yeah, but you know, people people was like, oh, Jay Harden, like was like, look here, he fits a need Philly has. He could run the point and distribute from the half court. Ben Simmons' distribution skills are more for the uh, fast-paced game. Transition. Plus, Harden could get his own shot. And it also helps yes. Tobias Harris, because he's a number three option. Tobias Harris is number one, number two scoring option, problem. Number three option, he's all right. And uh, and your boy Maxi is into the offense. I think they got a shot. Yeah, yeah. I mean, here's the thing. No defense. Why it's difficult to trade. Because I feel like I feel like Brooklyn, you know, possibly has just gotten better too, right? So yep. if Bull plays uh, anywhere near where he used to play, Brooklyn's going to be scary, right? Now, with that being said, it's hard to get this trade because dude wasn't playing, like you know what I mean? Like, right? It's not Other like people were like, you, you got what you could. He literally, <laughs> right. he literally wasn't playing. You got a top ten player for nothing. <laughs> <laughs> the ball wasn't playing. Or if you're going to say, hey. or you can say, you got a top 10 player for Seth Curry and Andre Drummond. Like, hey. yo. And plus, and how many people pay him spent, deal. How many, how many people spent time saying, Maury tripping, he'll never get a top 25 player back for Ben Simmons? I said, wait. Because, <laughs> uh, so see, here's the thing with Harden. This is all we got a massive contract out. So be it. If you got to pay hard and so be it, because you know the fat suit's coming out, kind of like Bruce Wayne and the bat suit, hard and got on standby, so you know you better pay him. But, hey, you got to take it easy, man, and uh, stay off that milk yacht, Jimmy. <laughs> Peace. <laughs> you no, know, I'm Iranian, man. The yacht's the Iranian, man. It's not milk, <laughs> Iranian. Anyway, she's French. All right, so yo, <laughs> shout to Daryl, shout to Maury though, because I'd I'd have, I'd have been f that up if I was in the front office. I'd have traded his ass like six months ago for like uh, a couple bums. When they were trying to, I'd have traded bull. I'd have traded bull for a, the positive image league all stars. <laughs> I'd have took that oh, Sacramento deal. I'd have took that. Yo, my new deal. favorite chip is Sun Chips. I probably had to let him go for a couple bags of Sun Chips. I love sun chips. What you know about sun chips? What you know about sun chips? Yo, sun chips is the truth, man. Them cheddars and them, uh, yo, you had the salsa jones, though? You had the salsa jones? My guy, what are you talking about? Yeah. Oh, I mean, you know Mm -hmm. we're stopping stopping tomorrow to get some some sun. You already shot them all on the fish. Hell yeah. All right, so. uh, uh, He ain't worth a bag of sun chips. (laughs) Speaking Speaking of that, though. Ben Simmons and James Harden both did their introductory press conferences this week. Anything stand out to you guys about that? You know, the fact that Ben, without saying, definitely hates Joel Embiid. Um, Harden can't say Joel Embiid. He called him Joel. (laughs) (laughs) But anything stand out to y'all real quick? Harden said said he wants to be in a winning culture. I, I, I found I that amusing. How you come to the sixers? I heard from somebody inside the organization that they got long stem beef from Paul a few years ago over a chip, and I always laughed at it. I'm like, yeah, y'all can get over this. This is just a, a hoochie groupie. But at the same time, I think there's something <laughs> true to that, man. Like, I don't think they got over that, yo. You know what I mean? That's something that you learn in the pound. But uh, the fact is, they do not <laughs> like each other. They just do not like each other, yo. The way they talk about each other, yo, the subs, 
whether it be yeah. online or even, you know, better the press conference. Them boys do not like each other, y'all. Jimmy barring y'all down right now, and I don't think y'all know it. Um, what, what definitely stood out to me, and we talked about this earlier in the week, Jim, uh, Ben Simmons is definitely doubling and quadrupling down on the mental health uh, angle yeah. that he played. And, and we talked about this already. Like, in 2022, there's really nothing you can, you can do about that. You cannot believe every word that's coming out of his mouth. But in today's day and age, you cannot challenge mental health. Like, there's no such thing anymore, like, technically, as a ban. There's no more thing, you know what I'm saying? Because all they got to do is say, oh, something's wrong with his mental health, and you're not allowed to call him a thing no more when he's acting like a thing. So <laughs> he, but he's definitely going to play that angle until there, until there isn't one anymore. But all of a sudden, you know, the trade goes through, and he's in a much better headspace that quickly. Man, he, he back on IG knocking down threes. <laughs> right, like, like, come on, man, like. And it's crazy that he's going to get that protection, you know, when he's being more disrespect, disrespectful to the whole mental health aspect of things than people who are dismissing, you know, his mental health. Making it up and, and playing with something that's supposed to be that serious, like, he, he he's being way more disrespectful than the people that say FOH. We'll see, man. As y'all know, uh, this is NBA All-Star Weekend. So we got a weekend full of all-star events, and we're not even going to go through and, and, and pick stuff this year. Yeah, it's in Cleveland. Just going to give you the schedule. The schedule starts on Friday with, at 7 p.m. with the Ruffles NBA All-Star Celebrity Game. Um, after that, at 9 p.m., you got the Clorox Rising Stars. Remember, the Rising Stars game has a new format this year, so we'll see what's up with that. On Saturday... At 11 a.m., you got the NBA All-Star Practice presented by AT&T. At 2 p.m., you got the NBA HBCU Classic presented also by AT&T, Morgan State versus Howard University. H-U? (laughs) At 8 p.m. on Saturday night, you got State Farm All-Star Saturday night with Taco Bell Skills Challenge, the Mountain Dew Three-Point Contest, the AT&T Slam Dunk contest and on sunday at noon you got the nba legends awards uh 2 p.m you got the nba g league next gym game nobody's gonna watch that and at 8 p.m you got the 71st nba all-star game and um yeah war room sports we're gonna be chilling at the lake house with a nice little spread watching it all so um don't call us don't text us don't say nothing to us we out Word is bond. All right, hey Jim. Before we get up out of here, man, what happened this week? Why everybody was on the Grizz Nae? Yes, sir. Why you were on the Grizz Nae is brought to you by Digital Extreme Technologies. Do you or your business need a custom website? Stop you playing yourself with the BS you website. So hit up Digital Extreme Technologies, digitalextremetech.com, or call two six seven two zero five four two zero three and go here. All right, yeah, so, because um, they sites is all just wix, wix, whack. Ah, ah, I see what you did there. I see what you did there. <laughs> We're killing y'all. <laughs> We're killing y'all. Yeah. You, can't, you can't make money like that. You need a professional website, man. You know what I'm saying? If you want it all, I'm all bins and in the space. Yo, but listen, though. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. Is not, 
to compete in the Olympics <laughs> after testing positive for three days. <laughs> Yo, Yo she on, on everything. Therapy. I'm on everything. I'm on everything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like that. Yo, yo, me shot the Camila Valiva. Yo, it's actually... I've been following this story. It's actually sad. I mean, we're going to laugh at her anyway because she got to get these jokes. But Yeah, she's 15. She's getting got by the Russians. She don't know no better, man. Yeah. She's they out here child she, abusing. She <laughs> Yo, but she, she, um, she, uh, she was, she got, she got suspended originally, but she successfully appealed. Um, and what she got popped for, even though they said it was three different drugs in her system. These little kids is on everything, sir. Painkillers, cigarettes, weed, Hennessy, vodka. I'm on everything. I'm on everything. She got, um, she said she inadvertently ingested trimetazidine, which is also called TMZ, um, she claimed that the medication belonged to her grandfather, and she somehow became contaminated. I, I don't know. I, what? Like, what are you trying to tell us, really? Your grandpa took it, and then in Russia, y'all be smashing your grandpa. Like, how how did it get? Hey, yo, <laughs> I'm, yo! I'm, I'm, just, I'm just asking questions. I'm trying to follow. I'm trying to follow the story here. There's a lot of incest in Russia because I don't get it. I I don't really get that excuse. But she was immediately suspended. She successfully. Um, uh, appealed it, and she was able to uh, continue to compete in this year's Olympics. Now, you know what everybody out there is comparing it to, and we're talking about how she got to compete, and Shikari Richardson didn't get to compete. Um, why ask why? You know why. Well, first of all, the funny the funny thing is the difference in the situation and 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 I'm a, I'm a roll with with something that you you've often said if you didn't want us to play the race card then why create the game and deal us the hand but that not being that notwithstanding Shikari was suspended by the United States of America um as a country um, this young lady has the full support has has the full support of Mother Russia because they realize that she is worth lots of money. And because Mother Russia they, is dope for breakfast. They, 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 they like to create the dope fiend athlete. They cool with it. So right. they put the onus on the rest of the world to do the suspending, and the IOC, which is the International Olympic Committee, they some bitches, so they were shook. They scared. They didn't want no problems with the Ivans, so they better rock. The, they go ahead and let they it see what they about to do to Ukraine. They don't want none of that smoke. Yeah, they don't want that smoke. Matter of fact, this whole thing is just covering up the Ukraine. Never mind, I ain't going to go there. But um, America tends to keep its Negro athletes in line, and Russia promotes that. So they wanted Shikari to know, listen, you're not coming out here with all these nails and caterpillars on your eyelids and makeup and hey, hair no. and all. Yo, you're going to act right. <laughs> like we already had to deal soul. with that Flojo. <laughs> we had to deal with the Flojo chick. We're not dealing with you. <laughs> Shut it down. It's not my fault. That you was her own country. 
this is the IOC. The IOC didn't even have to get involved in that. Matter of fact, they didn't even yeah. care. It was marijuana. It ain't going to make you run fast. Listen, man, IOC is not running the track. No, mind. We no don't mind. make you run fast. <laughs> Yo, I promise. Jimmy got his pen and paper IOC, tonight. running the track. <laughs> all right, my fault. Um, all right, so anyway, man, the, the National Football League has hired former Attorney General Loretta Lynch to defend them in the Brian Flores racial discrimination law. The weaponizing of the they black went, woman against the black man. They went and got, oh, a, they went and got a sister. Mm-hmm. All aboard! What about black on black crime? Where's the white women at? Jim, you gotta get the, you gotta get the new song on there, Buck Dancing. Yo, this is very important. Loretta Lynch is the first um, African American female U.S. Attorney General. Um, you know, she was a part of the Obama administration. Um, this, this, like, like, like. You weaponizing black people against black people, but in my estimation, you know whether you, I, I, I just don't understand where she could possibly be coming from. Yo, you can you can pretty much think the NFL has a case, but as any black attorney, why would you take this case? Is the money that great? I know the NFL got deep pockets, but why? Would you take they case? they gave her they gave her her children her children's 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 children they gave her that bag they gave him that bag Yo, but why why are we surprised the the metaphor here comes from Bychowski sisters or brothers or whatever they are it comes from their movie The Matrix um, if a human being is not unplugged if a human being is not unplugged from the matrix, then even though you're trying to save them, even though they are of the same ilk, they are not of you mentally and spiritually. She's still plugged in. Willfully, probably. A couple things, right? The one thing, this one sounds real crazy, but I mean, it's actually a pretty smart move on the NFL's part, right? you got to get them credit for that. If I could find a black blackie, I would have definitely found a blackie. Yo, the second thing is, the one thing I know from being around lawyers for a large majority of my life is that attorneys, um, some of them are wired different, right? But what I mean by that is they no get thrills out of taking on cases that seem to be difficult from the outside or things that they shouldn't do. Um, it's part of how they're wired. So this is probably like they probably didn't even have, they probably sold her on like, you know, the the the, the, the how big of a case this would be, and her getting a chance to argue the other side. Like, attorneys get a kick out of arguing sides that they actually don't even believe in, which is crazy. But that's how they're Plus, lying. Jim. It's almost like... like yeah, you de- definitely. And, and it's one of these things where they probably said this to her. Yo, this is going to be one of the highest profile cases of the exactly. year, and you're going to win. Like, as much as I, you know, I'm I bang with, with Brian Flores and I'm on his side, doesn't have much of a case. It's hard to prove that kind of stuff. It's really going to be hard to prove. Is, like, <laughs> what happens to her practice if she does win this? And what happens to her career? Like, so, so it's like, 
lawyers are it's almost like this support name from the OJ case, the, the the black the black prosecutor boy that was in the OJ case, right? Um yeah. he took on the 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 the, the, the shitty low case when Boyle uh when Boyle murdered um, you know, rest in peace Saint Nip. When the Boyle murdered Nipsey, he took on that case, everybody's like, Oh, what the hell's wrong with you? But it's how lawyers are wired, yo. They want the most you know what I mean, they want this they want this. First of all, they love attention. She's gonna get plenty of that. Mm-hmm. And he loves headlines. She's gonna get plenty of that. So this is not shocking to me. Right. I mean, Cochran you know, knows we'll murdered them man. people. <laughs> Cochran knows OG. Yo, yo. These are the thoughts of one dead man. <laughs> yeah. 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 Anyway, man, yeah. that's that's part of also and last story real quick, man, you know what I'm saying? Get the Mike Epps clip ready. Um, Tyreek Evans has been reinstated by the NBA after being banned for the last three years. So, you know what I mean? Tyreek was out in twenty nineteen because he was on everything. <laughs> um shout out to Tyreek. Uh they said I think as early as Friday he's gonna be able to start, you know, working out for teams and Starting to negotiate a contract. So you know when anybody These little comes kids back. on everything, sir. Thank you. Cigarette, weed, Hennessy, vodka. Come on. You know, as soon as these type of things happen, you know everybody's saying, well, should the Lakers pick up Tariq? It's always the Lakers. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so we'll see where Just he what they up, mean. Man. Shout out to Another him, guy he, that drives to the hole and doesn't shoot. <laughs> He's as close to you know Philly as you can That's get. Just the native man. So shout out to to Tyreek man. <clears throat> yeah man, shout out to Tyreek man. So that's what happened this past week. Wow, you were on the greatest naive. Tell everybody what happened this day in sports history. Yeah, be a lot that happened this day in sports history, man. And that's brought to you by Sports the Book. S P O R T S. Smart people only read. The Sports, written by War Room's own Jimmy the Blueprint. Make sure you get your copy. You can get it at sportsthebook.com or warroomsports.com. All right. Big day in sports history. Man, this is like the this this is like goat birthday day. 217-1963. Michael Jordan was born in Brooklyn, New York, February 17th, 1936. NFL legend and Goat candidate for that sport. Jim Brown was born in St. Simons, Georgia. February 17th, 2016, Nike ends their endorsement with Manny Pacquiao after he made TV comments that gay people are, quote, worse than animals. Why do I not remember this story, y'all? Do y'all remember that story? Why do I not remember that? Why do we not have him on the board with Tim Hardaway? Why do we not have Manny Pacquiao on the board saying that gay people are worse than animals? What is wrong with us? Also, February 17th, 1974, 49 people died in a stampede for seats at a soccer match in Cairo, Egypt. What the hell is wrong with the soccer community, man? (laughs) Yo, they stampeded and murked each other. To get seats for a game. Was Travis Scott mm-hmm. performing? <laughs> Yo. Bars. So anyway, we'd like to give all of these moments a war room salute. Historical sports moments. One of them deserve a JoJo. 
<laughs> but we yeah, definitely do. Um, but hey, man, let's get out of here, man, because we got things to do. Word. I gotta go pick up yes, these cheesecakes from Neil, Jim. Neil made us some cheesecakes. Oh, Neil, 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 Neil. He's sending dessert. We appreciate you, Neil. So. Neil, we appreciate you, Neil. I'll make sure uh, you know shoot you a pic. I mean, put it on the book so you can see me dogging the cheesecake. I didn't know where Jimmy was going with that. That's respectfully, Neil. That's respectfully. Cheesecake um, or egg Anyway. anyway. <laughs> hey, yo! <laughs> My bad. I just ain't know where you were yeah. going with that. <laughs> yeah, you, you, you try to cause trouble, man. You try to cause trouble. You know I don't know how to chill, but I'm going to chill now. I'm going to chill. I'm going to chill. Anyway, thank you, brothers and sisters, for joining us for another thing in the world. Shout out to everybody. Uh, yeah, I mean, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, folks on our group chat. If you listen, we appreciate all the support and love. Stay safe out there, man. Enjoy NBA All-Star Weekend. Be sure to catch everything that we do, all of our conversations, all of our webcasts, blogs, podcasts, you know, social media, and everything can be found oh, at the hub of warroomsports.com. My book, Sports the Book, can be found at warroomsports.com. But until next time, everybody, going to say mediocrity. Be steadfast. The Warriors ignorant. He jumps on top. Ball on fish. www.warroomsports.com What? Ain't no more to it.